Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today. Uh, we are in episode 54.4, and this is um, uh, Genesis chapter 4. So actually, I'm going to do episode 54.4 and episode 54.5 in one because I missed yesterday. And instead of trying to do these back to back, I'm going to just go ahead and do them uh, one together. So you can separate them out. You can do, you know, if you need to, you can separate it today and tomorrow, however you want to do it. Or you can just listen to both. They're both short chapters. So um, anyway, uh, I just, just to get us back caught up to where we need to be, it would just be more efficient for me to do it back to back. So this is episode 54.4 and episode 54.5. So welcome and thank you for joining me. Uh, again, as always, uh, it's a pleasure to be able to lead you in this Bible study of the Old Testament. And if you're new to this, uh, I'm just glad that you got on board. Uh, it's not too late. It's never too late to start up. So even if you just start up now, but you can always go back and listen to the other uh, chapters. We're only, you know, four into it now. So, <clears throat> but as I always do, uh, I open us up in prayer and, uh, and then we dive in and start reading. I did read chapter four yesterday. Um, and then, uh, for chapter five, uh, it's probably coming into a bunch of names that I am not familiar with and I'm not really good at pronunciation. <clears throat> so forgive me if I say any of these names, or uh, if I butcher them, uh, please forgive me. I'm just saying that as a uh, spoiler alert because I am really not good at this. So, uh, but let's go ahead and open up in prayer and then uh, we'll start reading. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we come to your throne so uh, humbled and in awe of you and so in love with you that we are thriving on your word. We are just... Um, just so excited that we get to get to know you better and better every day through the word that you've written in, in this Bible. So we're just so grateful that you've given this to us. What a gift, what an absolute gift to be able to get to know you better through your word. Uh, Lord, we're just also so um, extremely thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, and it's his um, sacrifice on the cross that covers all of our sins, and we're so thankful that he was obedient to you and did what he was uh, asked of to do uh, for us because he loved us so much and because you love us so much. So we don't uh, take it for granted, whatever uh, gifts that you give to us, Lord. We are thankful for your provision we are thankful for your guidance and direction and your sense of order. All that you do, all that you provide, Lord, we are um, willing servants for you. And we want to be able to say, uh, you know, that we've done exactly what it is that you wanted us to do. So, Lord, continue to guide and direct us, um, order our steps and help us to do what you want us to do. We want to be in your will, whatever it is that your will is. And we know for good or for bad that you do things for the good of the kingdom. We know that. And um, we know that stuff happens in this world. We know that stuff happens in this life. And we need to be able to understand that it might not be good for us immediately but in the long run it will be good for us we know that you will take everything and use it to the uh, good of your kingdom we know that for those who believe 
So Lord, I ask for blessings over every person out there who's listening, and I pray, pray blessings over the future listeners, those that you will send. Uh, we are just praying that there are more and more people who will be uh, intrigued and and in wanting to read your word and to get to know you better through this um, ministry. Continue to grow us. Uh, Lord, bless their families and their finances and their home life and their health. Just watch over them. And we ask that of our own families as well, for Jeremiah and mine and their friends. <clears throat> we ask you to bless us, watch over us, and uh, continue to show yourself to us. Uh, we just we just want to get to know you better. We invite you into this time in your word. We ask you to empty us of ourselves and the world, clear our minds, and help us to focus on what it is that you want us to learn from today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, let's dive into chapter four of Genesis. All right, got to find my readers. Here we go. Sorry. So today we're reading about Cain and Abel, and we all know that story. Well, most of us do. Maybe not everybody does, but... <clears throat> now Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. <clears throat> Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. The Descendants of Cain Cain had sexual relations with his wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city which he named Enoch and his son, after his son, sorry. And Enoch had a son named Irid. Irid became the 
father of Mahujael. Mahujael became the father of Methusashel. Methushael. And Methushael became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Ada, and the second was Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal, Jabal, who was the first of those who raised livestock and lived in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, Jubal, the first of all who played the harp and the lute. Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to a son named Tubal, Tubal King. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubalcane had a sister named Naamah. One day Lamech said to his wives, <clears throat> Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished, is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. That's interesting. The birth of Seth. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Chapter 5, episode 54.5. The Descendants of Adam. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, he made them to be like him. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. Mahalalel, I'm sorry. After the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel lived 895 years, and then he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. 
After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in, in close fellowship with God for another 300 years, he, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. Okay, that's interesting. He just disappeared. All right, that's the first I've ever heard of that. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years. Methuselah lived 969 years and then he died. Was he the oldest? I think he was. Is that where we get Methuselah? Then there's like a, some saying about Methuselah out there. If anybody knows, go ahead and email me. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah. There we go. Now we're getting into some names that we know. May he, for he said, may he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Oh, and that's it. Sorry, just turned the page. That's all. Okay, so that was a mouthful. Um, let's go back to chapter 4. Uh, so I underlined, I highlighted in first verse, uh, now Adam and, uh, had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. So this is kind of a specific point that I don't want to get into gory details here, but God is very specific in his book about who has sex with who. Um, and when you're supposed to have sex. So he's saying Adam, the male, is having sex with his female wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. So not only is he saying you should have sex with the same, with opposite sex, but he's also saying you should be having sex with your wife. That's number, big number for me, at least. Um, then, and I'm not telling anybody what to do, honest to goodness. I'm just saying, read your Bible, do what it says. There it is. Uh, when they grew up, Abel became, oh, so he has, so they, she becomes pregnant with Cain and then she has, uh, Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the, the ground. So they have two different lifestyles, which is what happens in normal families. One becomes one, the other one becomes another, you know, one becomes a doctor, one becomes a lawyer, who knows, whatever. Um, and then, uh, Abel, so Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. So we know that Abel brought the best, which indicates to me that Cain did not bring the best, even though it wasn't uh, actually stated. The Lord accepted Abel's gift, 
but he did not accept Cain, and this made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? Why do you look so dejected, the Lord says. Uh, you will be accepted if you do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. So, you know, basically this is saying when you do a job, do it right. Do it right to wholeheartedly, you know, do it to the best of your ability. Um, don't cut corners. You know, I've been known to do that. Uh, haven't we all? Let's all point the finger back at ourselves. Um, but you have to control yourself and, and, and focus on what I have. You know, there are days where I wake up and I'm like, I am going to hit the ground running and I'm going to do what I have to do. And I go off the beaten path and I start doing other things and I don't get exactly done what I need to get done. So God is giving us an order here, you know, do it, do it to the best of your ability. Um, don't cut quarters, do what's right. You know, and you have to control the sin that's crouching around the corner. So one day, so, you know, he's telling Cain, you know, do the right thing, you know, make it right. Cain doesn't want to do that. And so he kills his brother. Instead of turning and doing what he's supposed to do, he goes and kills his brother. God knows about it. And Cain's lying. He says, I don't know, you know, am I my brother's guardian? You know, and that comes that little saying, uh, am I my brother's keeper? That's what this is saying. You know, am I supposed to be watching over my brother? And God says, you know, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. That's verse 10. Uh, and then he curses him. He says, you know, no longer will you, you, you are cursed and banished from this ground, uh, which has swallowed your brother's uh, blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you. You will wander uh, as a homeless person on the earth. Uh, Cain replies, you know, my punishment is too great for me to bear. It's like, oh, I've done the, I've done something wrong, but please don't punish me too horribly. Well, you know, you did something wrong. Take the punishment. Um, so he says, if I go wandering, uh, the earth, anyone who finds me is going to kill me. And the Lord says, no, for I will, uh, give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. I don't know what that means, but it, I, I don't, I wouldn't want anything to do with it. Uh, then the Lord put the Lord put a mark on Cain to, uh, to warn anyone who might try to kill him. I don't know what kind of mark that was, but obviously it was big enough to say, stay away from that guy. Don't kill him. And he settled in the land of Nod. I don't, oh, so Nod, okay, so there's a little asterisk down here. Four, four, six, Nod means wandering, the land of wandering. That's interesting. Uh, east of Eden. All right, so now we're into the descendants of Cain. Cain, so this is like branched. So you've got Cain over here, right? And then you've got, it's going to come down to uh, the next, the very last of this section is going to be Adam. And this is where the lineage of Jesus comes into play. So um, Cain is over here. Cain, uh, Cain's wife has a baby named Enoch. Uh, Enoch has a son named Irid. Uh, Irid becomes the father of Mahujael. And then you have Methushael. So Methushael, and then you've got Methuselah. Those are two different names. I thought they were the same, but they're not. 
Then we come down to uh, Lamech. Lamech's father's uh, Methuselah. Um, Lamech marries two women. Um, she gives birth to Jabal, who was the first of his, of those who raised livestock and lived in tents. That's interesting. Raising livestock and living in tents. So they're like shepherds. Well, actually, well, no, because you've got Abel was, oh, maybe the first of that group of people. Okay. So, uh, so his brother's name was Jubal. So Jabal and Jubal. Uh, Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to two uh, to a son named Tubal Cain. Tubal Cain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. It's interesting. Uh, he has a sister named Naamah. You know, I don't think we actually go back to this lineage ever. I don't, as far as I know, we once we get into the descendants of Adam and it starts going into the Noah, you know, I think we're on that trajectory. And I don't think it goes back to this history here so maybe in you know jewish uh literature maybe there's some history there that you know we could be doing some digging around in uh, i'm sure there's a rich history uh through that so um that's a you know homework if you want to go doing some research on that um Let's see. So one day Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Um, I killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then someone who kills me will be punished 77 times. I don't know why that's in here. I don't know what, what that has to do with anything, but he's definitely putting a big curse on whoever kills him. Birth of Seth. Now, Going back to Adam and Eve, Adam has sex with his wife. She gives birth to another son. Uh, she named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel. This is twice now that she's given God the glory for grant, uh, giving her the gift of uh, children. So this is, you know, again, um, you know, she said in the first chapter, with the Lord's help, I have produced a man. And here, again, she's given him all the of praise and honor for granting her children. When Seth grew up, he had a son named Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. I thought that's pretty cool. So then we go into chapter five, and this lists all of the descendants of Adam. I'm not going to go and you know go through the whole thing, but I I just basically highlighted um, when God created human beings, He made them to be like Himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. That's, again, very clear as to how God created humans, man and female, period. Okay, then um, it starts the lineage. So you've got Adam was 130 years old when he became the father of uh, Seth. Adam lived to 930 years. Seth was 105. He died at 912. Uh, then he, then you've got Enosh. Enosh becomes the father of Kenan. Uh, Kenan, uh, let's see. When Kenan was 70, he becomes the father of Mahalalel, which I'm probably butchering. I'm sorry. 
Mahalalel becomes the father of Jared. Uh, Jared becomes the father of Enoch. And uh, let's see, Enoch becomes the father of Methuselah. Uh, after the birth of Methuselah, uh, Enoch lives to 365. Then one day, Enoch just disappeared. He didn't die, he just disappeared because God took him. You know, that's kind of like Elijah. Uh, I think Elijah got taken up, and you know, Jesus did too. Uh, when Methuselah was 187, he had become the father of Lamech. That name Lamech pops up again later. I'm pretty sure when we've been re we're in the middle of Ezra right now, but I'm pretty sure he pops up. That name pops up later. Um, Lamech, uh, so Lamech was 182. He becomes the father of Noah. And he says, may he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. Uh, after the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years to 777. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, which we know all were on the ark with him. But that's a spoiler alert. Sorry about that. So that's it for today. Uh, running a little bit long. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but we packed in two chapters into one uh, episode. So <clears throat> that's it for today. Uh, as always, I will give you the opportunity if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, if you have uh, thought about it, on the fence, you know, not sure what you should do about that. This is your opportunity. Maybe this is God calling you and telling you that this is the time to do it. So I always, sorry, I'm trying to grow my bangs out and I look like a sheepdog. Uh, but um, we always give you the opportunity to uh, acknowledge that we are sinners. Uh, that's just the way it is, according to what we've just been reading the last five chapters. Uh, and uh, it's just unfortunate, but that's part of what we are. And uh, there's no amount of good deeds that will get you into heaven. Uh, the only way to get there is through Jesus Christ. He is the bridge. So if you'd like to say the prayer, I will lead you. This is between you and God, not between me and you. It's between you and God. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. Thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and uh, welcome into the family of uh, Jesus Christ. You are adopted brother or sister. And uh, so we are just blessed to be able to uh, lead you in that prayer. If you did become a uh, Christ follower, we would love to hear from you. Leapoffaithpodcast.org, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. So uh, feel free to email us and let us know the good news. I encourage you to write it in your Bible for uh, today's chapter. Uh, or episode that today was your new birthday in Christ. So we encourage you to get to a pastor or a church, somebody who can help navigate you to the next 
step in your Christian life. So, um, you know, get involved with the ministry, volunteer, whatever it is. I know I say this every day. I know it sounds like rhetoric, but it's really not. I'm just, you know, just a reminder of that. You don't just stop here just because you said the prayer. Uh, we are workers in the field when, and uh, working for the kingdom. And so you just, you, you don't just stop here. You keep reading your Bible, you keep praying, and you keep growing as a Christian. And the more you read, the more you know. It's amazing. So um, so with that said, that's it for today. Uh, I'm just so glad that I was able to do this with you. I don't know what time it is that you're uh, getting to take out of your day to do this morning, noon, or night, but I'm glad that you were able to do it. And uh, I pray for a blessed day or blessed evening, whatever time it is. So uh, have a great day and I will see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. So God bless you and have a great one. Thanks.